Hello everyone, welcome back to Non-Sequitur Nerds. Tonight we're going to need you to charge your photons and make sure you feed your mag, otherwise it'll keep complaining. We're going to be talking Fantasy Star tonight if you haven't picked it up already. As always, I am Tim, joined by my buddy Ian. How's it going, bud? Hey man, uh, going pretty good. It's uh, you know nice capstone to a week at this point. Uh, Thank God it's done. This has been a rough week for me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's been a rough week for me as well. Uh, you know me, I'm I'm IT. This week was our our planning week, mm. and it's just like marathon meetings for oh me. God. And it's just like, like I'm like my brain is mush. <laughs> just I, I, I can't even. And, and for me, it was like it's for us. I don't know how it was for you, but like up in this area, it's fine. We're finally starting to get summer-like temperatures. Which, you know, for those of you that don't know, I, I work in an RV factory as my day job. And those aren't really known for having great air conditioning systems in them. So I've been trapped in a metal humid box for 10 hours a day. Yeah, it, 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 it has not been fun. Today was, today was pretty brutal. Everybody was feeling it. But hey, it's, yeah. it's Friday. It's the weekend now. We got the whole weekend ahead of us. But what do we not have to look forward to this weekend, Ian? Oh, Fantasy Star <sighs> New Genesis. So, those of you that, that follow our social medias saw that Ian and I played it, and we played quite a bit of it. That's pretty much all we did last weekend. And Yeah, we, uh, we cleared our schedules, we uh, got rid of the children, we <laughs> uh, locked spouses, if we had them, in closets, uh, with enough food and water to last for 48 hours. Uh, and it was, a, it was a marathon good time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... Yeah, so uh, Tim and I were lucky enough to get into the uh, closed beta of the new Genesis of New Genesis Fantasy Star New Genesis, which is the pseudo sequel upgrade to uh, Fantasy Star Online Two, mm -hmm. uh, Sega's hit MMO, uh, very j Japanese MMO. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, well, did you see? Uh, I sent you a video earlier today of that uh, uh, that live concert at Arxfest uh, back in I think it was like 2018. Did you watch that? I didn't get a chance to watch all of it because I was heading out the door at the time. Oh, so. gotcha. It's, I mean, obviously, like, uh, Fantasy Star is huge in Japan. Uh, the video I'm alluding to is one of their fan festivals. And, like, they have, a like, an arena-sized crowd of people there just for, like, a live concert. They did one of the, uh, the in-game, they have concerts that you can just walk up to and listen to music. They actually performed some of those concert songs live, uh, which is really cool. Uh the uh, the gentleman and his name escapes me, but one of the uh, dance festivals is called the Arcs Dance Festival, and one of the songs is "We're Arcs." The gentleman that does the Japanese vocals for it, they actually had him. He's fully fluent in English. They had him actually do the English song as well, just to kind of keep a little bit of consistency. And I mean, seeing that performed live was was so awesome. But but anyway, we digress. The game is very Japanese inspired. Um, but Ian and I love it. We, like he said, we were lucky enough to get into the closed beta for New Genesis. And uh, those of you watching our YouTube stream can actually see behind us some of the screenshots we took. Um, the game is pretty. It is very pretty. <laughs> yes, it's very pretty. So, um, talking about Fantasy Star New Genesis, I think uh, maybe we should give a little bit of a preamble yeah. uh, to things uh, to folks. So, Fantasy Star, like we said, is a, a Japanese. J uh, um, uh, MMO that's been out for years in Japan, really. Yeah. Uh, ten years now, I think. Uh, pretty close to ten, I think, because uh, I think it was yeah. eight, eight or nine years that it had been out in Japan when the, uh, well, 
Global got it uh, last year. Uh, ironically, right as uh, the pandemic was starting and a lot of people were home. So mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, you know, Fantasy Star, I-, I played it back in the Dreamcast days, absolutely loved it, I've always been a fan. And I'm like, hey, here's something for me to play while I'm stuck at home. And that's all I did during lockdown was play Fantasy Star. <laughs> See, while you were, all, while you were unfortunately furloughed um, during that time period, yeah. I work in IT, so I still was able to uh, still was able to work and whatnot. So um, I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't have the time to be able to do it. I mean, fortunate that I had a job. But yeah. anyway, so New Genesis is coming out uh, here within the mu- next month. Mm-hmm. Uh, Depending on when you're watching this, it might already be out. Yeah. Um, if it is, go play it right now. Exactly. It's free. So, yes, and that's that's the beauty of the thing is that it's free. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no pay for premium any of uh, in any of in either version of the game, New Genesis or uh, the OG PSO2. Mm-hmm. Um, they get all their money off of like loot boxes. Right. And I wouldn't even. I mean, yeah, I'd call them loot boxes. Like right. it's cosmetics and dances and emotes mm-hmm. and eyebrows and. <laughs> You know, all kinds of crazy all, outfits. Yeah all, yeah, all that kind of crazy outfit, outfits and stuff. So, uh, PSO2 New Genesis, uh, new game coming out. We got to play the beta. As Tim said, it is a very pretty game. Yes. Like, like even the loading screen is hypnotic. Yeah, in a, really in, in a way, um, and you can shoot lasers in it. Right. Uh, well, what I found out, you you can do that in the base game too, but it just doesn't look it doesn't look as cool. <laughs> <laughs> So um, the game is set. Uh, what planet it's called? But anyway, it, you know, PSO two, you're on a ship and you travel to these different, you know, procedurally generated locations and things like that. New Genesis is completely different in that you're in a central city, mm-hmm. a central hub, and it's open world. Like you just walk out the door and yeah. go do stuff. do what you want, explore, fight stuff, you know, travel to new areas. Um, the, the closed beta uh, was limited in where you could go, but I mean it, it is a beta. They don't want to they don't want to spoil everything yet. But even right. even what we could explore was pretty big. I mean, there like we were still finding stuff like up until the last day of the beta. I mean, we were still finding stuff up until like the last few minutes of the beta. Like <laughs> that, we were yeah. just like randomly randomly going around. And if you look at some of the cycling screenshots, folks, mm-hmm. you can see like some of the places that Tim and I explored off into. Um, yep. I, I climbed a mountain and just like stood there and took screenshots. Yeah, and um, the view is amazing up there. By the way, I know I know which mountain you you got to. I ended up I ended up being able to get up there. <laughs> yes, um, and, and again, it's it's like free form, so um, lots of travel, a lot, lot of options. I'm very interested in the. Obviously, I'm interested in, in the in the release next month. Um, just so that I can see, like, some of these new locations and things like that. And it actually kind of makes me wonder if maybe some of the original locations weren't specifically built that way for the beta. Because right. that has happened before with game companies, that they will specifically build something only for the beta, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't exist once once the game goes, goes GA. Right. Um, or at least it's been reconfigured so that it's a new experience for, beta te- for the beta testers. Right. Which, I mean, that'd be kind of interesting, but, I mean, kind of going off of that, since it is an open world, there are these kind of invisible walls that when you get close to a different area, it kind of is semi-transparent to let you know that you are going into a new area. The areas that were effectively roped off, it became a transparent red thing with, like, big warning signs on it to let you know you can't go here, but you could still see through it. Uh, There was one area that I know a lot of people are really interested in, and you and I saw it, 
it looks like another like central hub town, but it looks decimated. Like it looks like there was right. some kind of battle there. A lot of people are really wondering, is was that another town? Is that another settlement? What is it? And Sega, I mean, they're doing a really good job of keeping the, like the story and everything under wraps. I mean, they're they've got players like salivating over what's gonna, what is this? What is any of this? So I mean, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to the uh, the full release as well, just to see, you know, what's in this new world and know more of the story about it. Right. Because you know, the beta, yeah. they even kept the story like you pretty much in the beta got effectively the tutorial. You were given missions, but the missions were all designed to kind of teach you different aspects of the game, like how combat works, how the new uh, movement mechanics work, which are amazing, by the way. Um, you know, how to augment weapons, how to enhance them. Like, and they were all quests that gave you effectively, like, go do this thing and you'll learn how to do this. Um, which was, which was really nice because the base game didn't really as do it as well. So, but that, that's all the story we got in the beta was you got the tutorial and then it cuts off. It doesn't give you any of the story. Which is, is really nice because it, it didn't spoil that initial ooh ah what's that? Yeah, and the other well the other thing is that when you first log into the game and, and create a character or whatnot, it gives you a little bit of information like it, text. It, it'll give you some text information. Yeah. Yep. Which like, I think like the if I remember cinematic. Part, uh, well, no, it's it's in it's in addition to that. So oh, after yeah. you get past the opening cinematic, it'll give you like you know a, like some not oh, really yeah, Star Wars, yeah. but it'll, like it'll pop up text whatnot. If I remember correctly, you were actually like distracted by something well, yeah, during because we, 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 we were was, both loading it in at the same time and Tim's yeah. like looking off like doing something and i'm reading through all this text and he comes back he's like there's the like they didn't tell you anything i'm like well they it's, did you just didn't see it I, I remember that was uh we did a live stream of it and for some reason like when we started live streaming i could hear ian and he was showing up on our stream but then i went to adjust the volume of the game because it was super loud like i couldn't hear what ian was saying and for some yeah, reason, fair warning, people, uh, when if when you get the game and load it up, um, <laughs> it's going to be loud. Have your, vol- have your volume uh, volume <laughs> either off or turned way down. Yeah, if, if they don't fix uh, that, you will go deaf. Um, yes, your but, ears will bleed. But for some reason, when I was trying to fix that, it muted you both on the live stream and on my end. So I'm sitting there talking to you, and I'm like, "Wow, he's being a jerk," or he's really focused. And then I realized, oh. Nobody can hear Ian, and then I got it fixed to where I could hear you, but you you still weren't showing up on the live stream for the first like ten minutes. So we got it fixed. Part we got it fixed. Well, we ended up playing for what like three four hours. So I mean, we we ended up getting it fixed. But that's what it was. Is I was looking on my other monitor trying to figure out why I couldn't hear you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, th- th- that aside, um, well, let's start at the beginning with the character creator. Um, very in depth compared to. The base game, a lot of the, the menus and options are laid out to where if you have played PSO2, you are very easily able to get in and customize your character, but there's a lot more, I don't want to say, there are a lot, there are more options, but I think it's, it's a lot more versatile. You've got a lot more control over making your character look unique. Um, for those of you that, any of you that are listening to us that play PSO, uh, if you happen to go on ship one, you may have ran into me. Uh, hi, this is Ulrich. Uh, so, but, uh, in the base game, like the body type I picked for Ulrich, like I run into people all the time that are built almost identical to him. 
in New Genesis, I didn't see anybody that was like there were people that were similar, but not identical, which was really nice because you can really make your character stand out. Like even yeah. even your character, like you stood out. Like I could spot you in a crowd without seeing your name if I saw you. You know. Well, I mean, I could spot you in a crowd too because you're t- you're two feet taller than the crowd. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Ulrich's a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh no, the the character creation was really cool. Um I don't I don't know that I that I thought there were more options, but I definitely agree on the versatility. I think mm. I actually felt like there were less options. Okay. But you had more more control, control inside of those options. Yeah, that, so it's, it, that's maybe they consolidated maybe they consolidated some options. Mm-hmm. And so you actually had more more dexterous control in that, which speaking of dexterity, the fingers move in this game, guys. <laughs> that's that's one of their big selling points. Well, it's so cool because like they like you'll see if you look at some of the screenshots back there, there's a shot that uh, Ian and I had taken uh, a couple of them on the very last day of the beta, you know, hours before it was closing. Where yeah, we're 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 both pointing. And like the point one, if you click your mouse, your character will go and for those of you not watching the video, I'm pointing forward and then pointing at myself. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 nice not having your characters stuck with partially curved hands all the time. So I mean, graphically, yeah, I mean we're, we keep getting back to how pretty the game is. But um, one of the big upgrades to the character creator is in base PSO, your character can equip uh, four total accessories. And you've got a, you've got some options on like how big or small they are, and like if it's something that attaches to your head, you can adjust it in your head area. New Genesis, at least in the beta, you could equip up to twelve accessories, and you could even if it's a crown, you could put the crown on your kneecap if you wanted to. You can literally uh, uh, have it anchored to any body part, and it goes like and it's not just like right shoulder, left shoulder. It's right shoulder, right uh, upper arm, right elbow, right forearm high, right forearm low, right wrist, right there hand. There are. There I mean, are it's... 12 pages of anchor points, if yeah. I remember correctly. There, there's a lot. So, I mean, you can really do a lot. Like, in the beta, something that made Ian and I laugh, There's no fa- there was no facial hair. And Ulrich has a beard. I found a way using an accessory that I think mounts to your head. They're like a set of two antennas. I had, using, this, using the accessory uh, options had moved them down so it looks like he had angry eyebrows and, like, a snidely whiplash mustache. To which Ian and I, like, well, this is at, like, what, one in the morning? Probably. And, you know, it was stupid o'clock. And we're sitting there giggling for 20 minutes over this stupid mustache, which you can see in some of the screenshots. This just... Yes. <laughs> but the fact that I took a set of antennas and was able to make a passable mustache out of, you've got options. I mean, a lot of them. Like I'm, yeah, the I, only the only issues with your antenna stash was that it it shows that Ulrich dyes his hair, because the mustache is like brown, like brunette or black, and, and he's the, blonde. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I'm really excited uh, for when people can transfer their characters from the base game over to New Genesis. Your clothing and stuff and your accessories will all come over with you. I'm really excited to see some of the stuff that people can put together once they have their full catalog of clothing. That's going to be really oh, yeah. unique. The, the, only, yeah. the only complaint that I have in regards to clothing is if you do put on an outfit that is not a new Genesis outfit, it will revert you to the, the uh, classic body styles, which will throw off your proportions a little bit. But kind of a counterpoint to that is there are no genders in new Genesis. 
So Ian is an example. His character, uh, in some of the later screenshots, he found a trench coat that he really liked, which looked really good on his character. Technically, it gave him the quote-unquote male body type, but just using the, the salon character creator, he was able to tweak it up so that you couldn't tell that it was a more masculine type. It, it like so. I mean, there's there's options. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the so the character creation is definitely in depth. I'm interested to see how, you know, uh, how my my character as uh, Asriel mm-hmm. looks once uh, I can import her over, um, and just you know get to get to experience that. So, oh, yeah. but you know, moving on from the the um, the character creation, you know, we mm-hmm. talked about the the world. We talked about character creation. The, the mechanics of the game are really fresh and new. Yeah. Um, if we want to, we want to start with like the movement mechanics. So one Dude, of the things in yes. one of the things in OG PSO two is that like you can't like you can dash. Yes. Kind like, of, so some, like, some of the classes have some abilities that you know let you dash and like you can you can do your dodges, which I mean vary from class to class and how they work. But there's no dedicated dashing. Yeah, I mean, I would call it sprinting or running, really. Yeah, so, like, yeah. your character walks, your character kind of jogs in PSO2, and then you have, like, dashes. But okay. in New Genesis, you have an actual dedicated run. So you can trigger this with, you know, double-tapping a directional button, mm-hmm. um, and then you kind of, like, basically take off like a bolt of lightning yeah. with, you know, Tron-esque photon trails coming behind you. And it looks really kind of cool. It does. Um, so movement is much more fluid yes. in this game because you have much better range of motion mm-hmm. you have mu- uh, better start and stop and it, tim and i joke because after the beta we would log back into ogpso2 and then like we both of us just kept like trying to double tap the directional button to to run and so, we like our sad. characters would start mo- our characters start start moving and we'd stop it, 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 it. like well, damn it Oh, I can't dash. Well, and on top of the dash, there's also the photon glide, I think they're calling it, where uh-huh. if you double jump, your character will literally, using photon energy, will glide. And yep. that the aforementioned ma- uh, mountain that E and I were talking about earlier, you can glide off of that. There's no, like, Breath of the Wild-style, st- uh, like, meter or anything. You You glide until you either tap again to drop, which no falling damage, by the way, or until you just glide and finally hit the ground. So, like, that mountain, I was at the top of it, and I'm like, I'm going to see if I can make it to the city. Well, long story short, had I not tapped the button again to drop, I would have actually completely overshot the city and gone to the other side of the map. So, I mean, it's yeah. you can you can go a ways. Yep. Uh, and the, the, the mountain that we're talking about, if you watch the screenshots uh, uh, cycling through, there's a, a shot of Az uh, with a couple of Twin Peaks uh, behind her. Yep. Uh, the 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 taller peak is the mountain that we we're referring to, um, and you can you can glide down from that mountain. And in yep. fact, you can actually glide down from that mountain and try to land on the central tower, but it actually just kicks Whee! you off if you yeah yep. you kind of like ragdoll off of it almost. <laughs> but yeah, so the glide mechanic is really cool because yep. that that helps with your range of motion again, range mm-hmm. of, range of movement. Because the original PSO2 is very limited to no, I'd say really a two dimensional space. I mean, yeah, for, for the most part, those of you that haven't played the original PSO2, the way the maps are is they are they are very linear. I mean, yes, there, there are, like, paths that shoot off of it, but there's one there's entrance, only one, exit. one exit. Yeah. Um, so it's it's you don't really need any kind of advanced movement. I mean, you, you can jump, you know, you can double jump, but 
in New Genesis, the world, I think, was built around this new movement mechanic because it does very much cater to, like, all right, I need to get across this ravine. Okay, well, I'll go up to a slightly higher point and glide across. Or you can take the long way and dash around and get to it. Um, climbing mountains and whatnot, using the uh, between the dash and the photon glide. And, oh, wall kicking. We can't forget the wall yep. kicking. Yep. Yep. So you can you can wall Mario kicking, style can, wall kick. Yeah, you can only do you can only do it once per yep. jump. Yep. So you can you can jump, kick off the wall, and jump again. Yep. Or you know double jump, kick off the wall. Yep. But you, you can only do it once per like jump cycle. Yep. So you can't do you can't do like Super Metroid style <laughs> wall jumping where you're you know bouncing between the walls. Yep. Or I think Sonic the Hedgehog did that too. Yeah, I think um, so in one of the games. Yeah. So the that basically allows you the combination of all of those things allows you and I did this quite a lot. I became actually pretty good at it to become yeah, a uh, a uh, oblivion esque uh, horse <laughs> yep. in that I could climb a mountain uh, <laughs> on a basically a vertical face. Yeah. Uh, so like literally just bouncing up the mountain. Um, I did not get as good as that, so I would watch the end <laughs> boing 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 boing, and I jump up, hit the wall, and fall. Um, so I got really good at the dashing though. Um, cause I would have to catch up to him, but, uh, yeah, so the, the movement system is really good. And, and like Ian said, we, I still like, I logged in uh, to the base game yesterday and I was still trying to, to dash. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, movement mechanics, like we said, are really fluid, mm -hmm. really nice. They play in well to the game. Um, which very in... helpful during combat too. Yes, which actually was, was, was going to be my next lead-in, the combat of the game. Um, you know, one of, one of the, I'll, I'll just say one of the criticisms I had of the game is that the, the, at least the beta was very limited in the amount of buttons that you could click, like mm -hmm. the amount of abilities that you had. I think we had five per yeah. class. Yep. Well, I mean, the, the, um, the skill tree was very shortened as well. I, I, I do honestly believe that that was just the beta, just kind of letting you dip your toes into it. Because if, if, that's, right. if that's the entire skill tree and that's your entire attack set, that is going to be pretty limited. But, I mean, that may, if they do make that at launch, that's probably just an at-launch thing and they'll expand on it. But, anyway, go ahead. Right. So, um, New Genesis uh, featured, what was it, six classes, I believe? Um, yes. Six, six, six or eight. Uh, no, I think it was six, six. It was six. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was six because it was, it was two, from each, uh, two from each fighting style. So... You know, you had uh, you had a you had the hunter and you had the fighter. Um, yep. You had the gunner and the the the, 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 the ranger. ranger. Yep. And then the the tector and the, the force. Yep. Yeah. Um, so so it, was, it was two for me, two from each fighting style. Each one has their own fighting style, weapons, things like that, and so and on and so forth. And the, they there is quite a bit of variety. Like even even against like hunter and fighter, they play completely differently. Yep. Yep. Hunter focuses on uh, big ass swords. Mm-hmm. Uh, fighter focus is a brawler like it yeah. focuses on punching you literally run up and punch things yes exactly um so the different you know the different and then each fighting style has their own like unique like skill unique yep. ability type thing like you know the the hunter can guard like they they hold the board up and and uh guard damage yep. um I don't remember what the fighter does. What, what does the fighter do? Is it like it's, dash it's, or something? It's, it's, it's a uh, like a boxer style dodging thing, but you can also oh, chain... like a bob and weave. Yeah, uh, which you you can attack cancel with. So if you're in the middle of a like a, a, a uh, combo and like you're in the middle of an animation and you need to do something else, you can use the dodge to attack cancel and then chain it into something else, which is really nice. I mean, it's it's 
you could you could do that in in the base game, but I think it's much better done in New Genesis. You can definitely tell that they they refined it. And yep. and on, I, on top of, of their weapon ability, they they do also have their own unique photon art, uh, each class yep. as well. Which uh, you, you mainly did uh, gunner, right, or was it ranger? Yeah. Yep. No, I did gunner. Mainly gunner. Yep. Which uh, well, uh, your photon art was the the orbital laser thing, right? No, 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 no. The the gunner photon art was basically you turn into Neo from the Matrix and just fill the air with photon lasers. Oh God. Okay. So when you when you saw all the ricocheting lasers, that was the gunner. Oh, oh! I didn't realize that was the gunners. Okay. Yeah. The oh, all sweet. the yeah you you basically just like start, you know, firing laser bolts all over the place. They oh, ricochet, awesome. ricochet all over, and then you finish with like a flurry. That's um, cool. Yeah. So. The, the the gunners I played all the classes the the gunner I stuck with mostly just because I wanted to stick with it and it was it was fun right. um, I'll probably still have as be like a hunter or you know something like that when she yeah. when she moves over when the OG as moves over anyway um, and then uh, the gunner's movement was a lot of fun because as somebody else described it online you like John Woo around the battlefield like I'm literally literally doing like hand hands free cartwheels <laughs> and like ducking and and bobbing and diving as I'm like firing these, you know, firing these Uzis at uh, at an enemy and right just bouncing on. around the battlefield doing it. And it, was, it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so each class has their own photon art, their own photon abilities, and their own their own play style, really. Yeah. So like, and they you know, all you... play very unique from one another, which is which is nice because you've got some variety yeah. in, in how you want to play. There's a class for you. Yeah, and I think you, if I remember, you would kind of approach. Uh, fighter originally is going. I don't know because it, it was. It's no, such a difference between. Because see, I I had in o, the OG game Ulrich I originally had uh, set up as a fighter, uh, mostly because there wasn't a weapon type that I liked, and I'm like, well, it makes sense. Ulrich's a big guy. I'll go with fighter. So I tried it out in uh, New Genesis, and I just like first initial impressions. I wasn't feeling it. By the time the beta was done, like I had like a routine set up with with the attacks that I had. I knew kick this one in, kick this one in, kick that one in. I like I had a set you know routine on how to fight, and I got really adept at you know uh, attack canceling and dying um, and <laughs> getting swatted out of the air. <laughs> well, dude, okay, so so they 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 did put in one urgent quest, and like literally the first thing I would do, the enemy's weak point was was. A little bit up off the ground. So the first thing I would do is double jump, and then one of my attacks was to char like to like you know fist or I probably should phrase that is charge in with your fist. And the first thing every time that the, the urgent quest boss would do is go, oh, there's Ulrich, whack, right to the ground. Every time I should learn, but uh, I didn't. Um, <laughs> you dodged it once. I, think I the did last the very the, the last very last one. <laughs> I attack canceled and dodged right at the last second. I'm like, not today, not today. Yeah. Uh, so I got Victory. my one. Victory for Ulrich. And then I punched him in the toe. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But uh, no, needless to say, by the time we were done, I, I really enjoyed Fighter. Um, I, I, I like the way it played. I'm, I'm excited to see the expanded uh, attacks and skill tree for that one. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the combat is a lot of fun. Like, you can definitely tell that this is not an almost 10-year-old game at this point. It feels new and fresh. So far, everything we've covered about it, all high points, you know? the, the only I think yep. the only down point we've had so far is that, that skill tree. And I, personally, I'm chalking that up to it was the beta. 
Yeah, and it wasn't really I wasn't really deriding the skill tree so much as just like I I just didn't have there wasn't variety in your in your a single class attack. Now right. the thing we haven't covered is, and this is something you can do in OGPS too, is you can multi-class yeah. or you know main class subclass. So yep. you know in my case I went uh, gunner hunter. Yep. Uh, I think you went uh, originally or fighter tector. Well, originally it was fighter tector. Until um, Shifta and Deband, which are your buff and debuff spells, you had to have a wand equipped, and I didn't, I, I, I don't remember why, but I ended up not having a wand, and I didn't get around to doing a uh, multi-weapon, which is a new feature we'll talk about here in a bit. I ended up switching them over to, um, or no, no, I didn't use Shifta to Deband, because since it was my subclass, you can yep. only use that if it's your main class now. As opposed yep. to base PSO2, where as long as you have levels in Tector and can cast that, you can do it. It is now a main class only ability, which personally, like I see, I see why they did that to encourage people that want to play as Tector to stay as that or to make that a class. But I don't like it. <laughs> I want right. that to be. I want that to be a generic. If you have levels, you can use it like the base game did. So I ended up switching to uh, Fighter Hunter just because I'm, I'm hoping in the base game that they have more options as far as like uh, buffing up your defense because fighters are very much glass cannons. They are, uh, as of the beta anyway, they have the highest potential damage output. But they, I mean, th th yeah, they're glass cannons. They, they go in and just hope you don't get hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and... Like I said, the you know, so it, it did get a little stale with like some of the combat stuff, especially for like some of the some those of us playing range classes. Like you know, I'm I'm further back of avoiding damage and things like that, and I'm kind of you know still John wooing around the battlefield. Yep. But you know, I'm I've gotten you know maybe three three four four uh, buttons in my rotation, and that, yep. that's about it. Yeah. So it, it did start to get a little stale. Uh, you know, I'd throw try to throw in a couple of weird things here and there just to, to you know, uh, uh, shake it up a little bit. But yeah. anyway, overall, though, I'm excited for the combat. I'm, I'm interested to see it. And I've, I've, uh, I've got the PSO2 website uh, pulled up. And the, so, like, the intro video is playing in the background. Mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and, like, you know, you see some of the movements and things like that in combat. Um, and I just... I. I, I see this, and I realize that during one of the scenes when they're fighting uh, the the big doll yeah. on the bridge, uh, the guy, the hunter with the sword, like everybody else, hits it and runs by. He runs by and smacks it in the kneecap, and it dies. <laughs> if only. I'm just like, if oh. only. It's like, oh, that's 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 cute. But um, yeah. the other thing though was with the with the beta was that uh, obviously they they wanted to limit like the amount of content that we got to experience. So, yeah. you know, people were complaining about, oh, there's no partisans, there's no wired lances or anything like that. Pretty sure there are. Yeah. Like, because there were there were things in like the personal shops and, mm -hmm. and like the, the shops and stuff like that that you could you could select these to search for them and buy them. They just weren't included in the beta. Yep. And if you actually watch the, the opening video cinematic, there's uh, one of the, the characters is using twin daggers. Yep. Um, which are things which were not in the in the... Uh, in the game, yep. so you know there, there's still going to be more content. versatility and more yeah. weapons and, and content yeah. and stuff like that. Yep. But as we talk about weapons, one of the new things they do is allowing to multi-weapon. Yep. Um, which, what that is, is basically you can combine two weapons into a single thing. Yep. It 
it doesn't visually change the main for the most part yeah. for the main weapon. Yep. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't really visually change it that much, but it does um you know, it, it basically allows you to equip one weapon to have access to two uh, you know, fighting types. Yep. So inst know. instead of like like base PSO, you know, if you were, you know, let's say you had you were a fighter detector as an example. You had your, your knuckles equipped into your slot one on your bar. You had your wand equipped to slot two, and you could change to them. But there's that little bit of a like animation where you know you see the photons and it changes weapons. You can still do that in New Genesis, but if let's say again using that same example, you're a fighter tector, you can combine a pair of knuckles with a wand, and it's all in one hot bar, and like you can literally go from punching to immediately casting uh, you know any of your tector abilities. And then right back to punching again with no animation for it. It's all one thing. Um, the the only visual thing it does change is while your you know your weapon will always look like whatever the main thing on it is. When you use those secondary attacks, it does change to that. But then it it reverts as I knock over all my stuff. It reverts back to again your knuckles in this example. So it it is yeah. kind of nice because it can give you even more versatility. Um, I do hope that they expand that a little bit because apart from being able, like, again, in this example, being able to throw out a few spells, you can't, even if you, that weapon is the, like, wands are, the, like, the main tector weapon, I still could not use the main class only abilities because they are locked to being, you know, shifted a band again. I'm going to complain about that a lot. Is locked to being if tector is your main class. But all the classes do have that where it's abilities that, you know, can only be used by your main class. Yep. So the, I think that that will limit it. Not necessarily limit, but that will impact players' choices on what main and subclass they pick. It's really going to be dependent on, for your subclass, what abilities are not class-specific that would benefit your main class. So, like, you know, extra defense buffs, extra damage buffs, or uh, things like that. Um, so I'm, I'm curious, you know, once the game launches, and again, we get those full skill trees... I may change my mind completely and not be Fighter Hunter. I may end up going with something else, depending on how these extra abilities... Because there were, what, six uh, class skills total that you yeah. could use, and most of them were locked to main class-only abilities. So I am going to be interested to see how that, that goes. But the, the multi-weapon thing is nice, because if you find a combo that works for you, and you like some of the attacks from your secondary class, you can do that without the need of switching you know, switching your, uh, your hot bars or switching what weapon you have equipped. You can tie those two into one, boom, you're good. Yep. I, I mean, I did that with Az for, because uh, I had a, <laughs> as weird as it is, I had twin machine guns and uh, fused with a sword. So Makes sense. I mean, there's gun blades. <laughs> yeah, th th there's gun blades. But, I mean, it was they twin machine guns, and all of a sudden I pull a giant a, a sword out of out of nowhere. Well, that's kind uh, of the opposite of the, uh, that, the twin uh, machine guns that I have in the base game, where when you're not equipping them, they look like a sword on your back, but then they turn into a gun. <laughs> True. I, I still don't get that that weapon design, but anyway, um, the yes. As, as far as like, kind of going off of the multi weapon thing, um, augmenting, augmenting is infinitely more simple in this game than it was in the base game. Like a lot of my friends that I play with know this. I never really augmented in the base PSO because I didn't really understand the, the nuances of it. In New Genesis, you will just get, you know, augment capsules. And the more of one capsule you use, the higher of a chance you get of attaching that augment to a weapon. And that, that's all there is to it. 
You just need some grinders and some uh, some money, and that's it. Yep. If you have five of a capsule and want to risk it, it will tell you you have a let's say fifty percent chance on on what some of them. And you just click yes, and if it works, cool. You have that augment. That's that's all there is to it. It's super yep. simple. I love it. I ended up by the time the beta was done, I had literally my weapon and all of my units all were maxed out on what augments you know as many augments as they could have, and you could replace them at any time. So if you get like rank two of an augment, and you know the benefits are much more you know beneficial to you. You can try to repl- you can replace the, the the slot one of it or the rank one of it if you want, very easily. Yep, I loved it. I I am going to be augmenting a lot more stuff because of the the ease of use from the player perspective. It's it's very very welcoming to people that maybe didn't understand augmenting. Yeah. So yeah, they they definitely streamlined that a lot. Well, the other thing with with that, and it ties into this, is that the, the combat, your your battle prowess, really, your yeah. you know, there's a new there's a new stat, really. It's yep. called BP. You know, yep. battle battle points, battle prowess, whatever I you think want to call it. Battle power, I think, is what it was. Yeah. Battle power. Yeah. There yep. we go. Yep. Um, and that's really that really kind of defines like where you know uh, some of your 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 base stats and things like mm-hmm. that, like how you how well you can function it's yep. kind of like you know item power if we want to talk about thing, you know like a, a a parallel with like you know world of warcraft yep. or destiny you know your light, light levels. levels yep yeah your light levels and stuff like that that's basically what it is and kind of dictates what content you can get into because mm-hmm. um some of that we didn't touch on this but some content was actually gated mm-hmm. by your uh your bp yep uh the the urgent quest that we did you had to have a minimum bp level in order to participate in the urgent was, quest well it was 950 yeah 950 which i mean which uh, wasn't hard to achieve um they 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 ran a campaign during the closed beta where if you got to uh battle power 1050 when the game launches you got i think it's some star gems and like for me i had a little bit of trouble getting to that mostly because uh, by that point, we had already done the urgent quest. We had already done all of the the side missions. It was mainly for me. It was mainly just grinding stuff to get to that. But then I, I ended up enhancing my weapon, which is also very simplified compared to the original game. I enhanced my weapon one level and shot from like nine hundred something to over ten fifty, and that was the end. I was playing for the, for that particular day. It was all right. Let's get me to ten fifty. Then we'll start experiencing stuff again. I texted him before he logged on. I went, so I'm I'm ten fifty. What what do we do? And we we ended up just exploring mainly. Yeah, I think we ran around collecting stuff. Like we found Kickass Cave. Um, Dude, oh, Kickass Cave! I really hope that 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 the spawn rate in that cave stays. One, I hope they explain the spawn rate of materials. Um, but yes. two, I hope that location is still still there and it's still a viable mining location. Yes. Uh, so, um, yeah, we just explored. Like, we just ran around and, and checked every nook and cranny and and all this other stuff. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it, we admit, Tim had mentioned this just a moment ago, but, like, resource gathering seems like it's relatively more simple. Like, yeah. there, there's still resources, but if you look at the difference, at least so far that we saw, between mm-hmm. the amount of resources... The amount of different resources that are in PSO2 versus New Genesis, like you can fill an entire bank in PSO2 with just different just fish. resources, just your fish you can <laughs> fill up your entire storage yes. with. <laughs> yes. So um, they still have like things that you can collect from the ground, but yeah. it's it's not like 
massive amount like overhaul like you need this stuff which, um, which but the spawn rates were really weird we couldn't yeah. figure them out some people said and you and i talked about this off the air some people said it's every eight hours some people said it was every 24 hours some people said that items will always spawn in the same spot some people said they never spawn in the same spot so nobody as far as i could gather really knows but stuff appears and that's kind of what you and i did on the last the last day was while we were exploring we were also uh chest hunting um yep. any of the well they call them white chests but they're green they're green they're green i'm just gonna yep. say how it is um those contain grinders um red chests will always uh as far again this is speaking strictly to the closed beta red chests contain meseta Typically 5,000, but in Kick-Ass Cave, we found three of them literally right next to each other that all contain 10,000. Yep. Red chests do not respawn, again, in beta. And as you, if you look at the, the world map and highlight an area and select its details, it will actually tell you, you know, how many, how many of the red chests you discovered, how many of the, uh, the data logs you, you've discovered, things like that. So we were just kind of going around the world. The green chests, uh, green slash white chests, do respawn. Um, the red chests do not, but we were just kind of going around collecting grinders and seeing if we could find any more red boxes. Um, red box, no, no, no movies, only Meseda. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, just you know, and while we were exploring, just finding those things, you know, and leveling up our gear, you know, that we could just to kind of still get a better feel for the system on that and red chest hunting, and like I could see just exploring mm -hmm. being you know a, a thing that a lot of people do. For sure. I mean, even if they don't reconfigure like the the beta area at launch, I mean, you will you'll spend days, especially if you're an achievement hunter or like a completionist or something yeah. like that. You have to get all of the collectibles. Some of that stuff is not easy to find. Like yeah. it is well hidden. Like, like I, it's I, on. I can't like it's on the under. It's like it's on the underledge of an of a mountain overhang. Yep. That you have to get to by like climbing half of the mountain and then gliding down, and then like zipping around a corner to get to it. Type. Well, thing. one of the uh, one of the like you mentioned that I specifically remember there's one of the red boxes, that like I saw in uh, the area. I can't remember what the area was called. What area it was, but they're like there's a lot of like waterfalls and you know what area I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where there's like a really high cliff, and I'm like, that the top of that cliff, that's a perfect spot for a red box because it's out of the way and it's super like visually, you know, impactful. So I get up to the top of it, and there's nothing up there, and I'm like, man, that's that seems like a perfect spot, right beneath of it, and you can really only get to it from that top part by gliding down, not necessarily at the very tip, but even like part way up, you can glide down to a little area that's beneath of it. There's a red chest hidden behind a tree, nestled in between some bushes. And I, I happened to see it as I was making my way up, but I still wanted to check that top ledge. But it, it, the game definitely does lend itself to just exploring, seeing what there is. Um, and you had kind of touched on uh, other items you can pick up in the world. There's all kinds of, like, vegetables, uh, fruit, things like that. You can pick up meat from... Uh, yeah, yeah, right? Um, yeah, Ian got crabs from uh, Fantasy Star. Uh, yep. <laughs> we need that on a shirt. I got crabs from Fantasy Star. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can also get uh, meat. There, there are there are two different kinds of creatures you'll encounter in the world. There's your your enemies, the dolls, but then there's also I think they call them tames, where they're just your native uh, fauna. Fauna's animals, right? Yeah, because flora, flora is flora. Yes. Uh, yes. Just the native fauna, 
And like they, they, they will behave differently than the enemies do, but if you attack them and take them down, you get meat. All those you know food items you can take and actually prepare uh, meals from, and depending on like what meats, what veggies, what fruit, or whatever combination you put them in, and how many, actually gives you temporary boost to stats. So there's, I mean, I, I know there was there was the cafe in in PSO two. This just seems a lot more user friendly, and it seems like everything that they took from the base game to this. That seems to be my running thought on it. Is it's a lot more user friendly. PSO two, New Genesis, we're more user friendly. I mean, it's, it really is. That's that's kind of my big takeaway. Is it's a lot more inviting, not only to new players but to returning players. It makes it so that you're not bogged down with overly complicated mechanics on things. It's simplified but still very robust. Yep. So. Yep. And speaking of like world collectibles, one thing that we didn't touch on was the healing items. There's no, yeah. as far as we can tell, there is no healing spells anymore. Yep. Like there's no resta, there's no anti or stuff like that. Yep. No, no um, monomates, diamates, trimates, none of that. Right. All of that stuff you can actually collect in the world. Like yep. it's literally like these little tokens or yep. idols or whatever that are, are out there. And there's only two of them. Yep. There's only two kinds, as far as we can tell, anyway. Yep. There's there you know there's the restite I think is what they call it something like that yeah yeah uh, there's like restite and then there's the the resurrection one which I can't remember what it's called either um, yeah neither neither can I but and you can carry a limited amount of them but yeah you can like so wh that was one of the really fun things was like if you get into an extended extended fight mm -hmm. like and you're getting your butt kicked like you can literally just run around like the battlefield and yep. stock back up on on these items and they don't like instantly respawn or yeah. anything like that so they'll once you clear out an area, it takes a while before they will yeah. respawn in that area. Yep. So you do have to kind of measure what it is that you're doing and, you know, how many of these things that you're using. Um, but we, I thought that was a really cool idea. And again, yeah. it also reduces kind of the clutter. The, it, from a programming perspective, it reduces the amount of assets that you need. Because mm -hmm. you don't need to have, you don't need to have any visual indicators for these different things. You don't need to have, um, you know, like, different program mechanics or things like that because it seemed to it seemed like they scaled with yep. your uh with your battle power with your level yeah so it made it much easier to it makes it programmatically it makes it much easier to to manage that thing because you literally just put a modifier on this thing that says based upon your what well, you know, I, I, I think it was of, yeah i think it was it was percentage based like it restores you know x percentage of your total hp and then the resurrection yeah. ones like it just it revives another player it's simple. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that uh, there are some of the classes like uh, Tector. Some of the abilities from that uh, specifically did allow you to recover more HP. But I think, again, that was another class-based one, which is another reason. Well, I, I know yeah. that I know that uh, Force, I think both Force and Tector had mm -hmm. a class ability that um, basically AOEs your heals. Yeah, I remember seeing that. So as when well. you yeah, so when you toss I mean normally when you toss one of those healing items it just heals you. If yep. you're one of these other classes and you toss one, it actually does an AOE and will heal everyone around you. Which I'm um, I'm wondering for, for those classes specifically, I'm wondering if that's gonna be their their heal other spell ability, which I mean would be a unique way to do it in the sense that you have only a, without picking up more of these items, you only have a limited number of time you can do it. So it's that strategy of, you know, I'm in a party, three you know, three of my party members are almost dead, but only two of them are near me. Do I risk it and try to corral everybody or get close enough to them, or do I just pop it now and get the best of what I've got? 
So, I mean, I think yeah. it'll add another uh, element of strategy to the game, which I I'm all for. I'm all for. Yeah, you know, it kind of promotes some synergy, because I think that's one of the things with, like, OG PSO2 right now is, like, you get into some of these urgent quests or raids and stuff like that, and it's just literally just people smacking stuff and then kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you if, just if kind you, of... If you get a good party, it, it really does flow well. But, like, for the most part, it seems like if you just hop in, in base game, if you hop into a random urgent quest, it's a grab bag. In yeah. New Genesis, it seems like the classes complement each other a lot more. They seem yeah. very well interbalanced, which is which is nice. In my in yeah, my uh, humble opinion, anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I would I would concur with that. Um, so yeah, the the uh, there's going to be some balancing things that are that are there. I think it'll make some of these um, under more underappreciated classes more appreciated. Yeah, like you know, playstyle because realistically, like in OG PSO2, I, the playstyle between Tector and Force to me, there's not really much of a difference other than just some of the abilities. Like, you know, you get like shift into band if you play as a Tector or something right. like that. Like that, that's really like it. But in PSO2, like a Tector is a melee fighter. Yeah, like they're a kind of like, they're a melee. Yeah, they're a, like. You know, they, they call it a, a wand, but in, in reality, it's a mace. Yeah, it's a mace. Like, it's a club. Right. And that, they're, they're, that's they're your... more They're more akin to, for our Dungeons & Dragons fans, they're more akin to, like, a battle cleric, almost. Where they're going to yeah. go up and whack stuff while they're throwing heals at people and buffing their party. Yeah. Yeah, and they have access to, you know, f to, like, techniques and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, they're they're very much a, a in-your-face combat style yeah like, which which i thought was a, a really like when i because I, I did with the first character i made in the beta i did for a little bit switch that to my main class and i i actually kind of liked it and i usually don't play tectors but it's yeah. something that i i might you know toss around the idea of yeah and then obviously with the force the force is much more of a caster type like mm -hmm. you're like even the movement of the force represents because you you don't actually run or anything like like that you float, right? Like your your character floats. Um, so they they definitely geared that class to be more towards a, a caster type. Right. Like so even standing their, back and throwing magic. Yep. Right. Yeah. Like even their you know their weapon is a wand or not a wand a rod. Rod. I yep. believe. Yep. And it's it's base attack. Like you know. Most most weapons have a base tag. You swing a sword. You punch with the the knuckles. You you shoot with the gun. You know, shooty shoot with the guns. <laughs> um, with the 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 rod, like you're throwing like lightning bolt, like magic missiles. Lightning like, bolt, lightning bolt, lightning right. bolt. <laughs> right, you, you're throwing magic missiles at your yep. at your at your enemies. So you, meanwhile, with the the tector, you you have a flail and you're beating people <laughs> with it. Feel my magic, so, whack. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's, there's going to be some some variety there. Um, but so one of the things we we haven't covered yet was talking about like we talked about combat, like the our side of the combat, but we didn't really talk about like the enemies or, or things like that. Yep. The dolls seem like they're going to be an interesting enemy. Um, they, they've got some variety to them. Yeah, they've got some variety to them. They, you know, they have they have different designs. They have, you know, they they're versatile right now. Right. You know, there's the they like we said different many different designs. There's your bipedal ones. There's the one that looks like the floating 
you know, Cthulhu demon thing. See, I thought it looked like uh, some kind of weird, like, onion monster. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I guess I thought onion monster when I saw that thing. Uh, then you, you've got the, uh, the, the giant robo-dog. <laughs> Robo-puppy. Um, Robo-puppy. <laughs> the, the thing with the beta that, I don't know, maybe it was the first day that we played or something like that, but you run into these, like, mini-bosses or whatever yeah. in the world. And it just took forever, even with to a lot of players. Down. Yeah, well, and I'm I'm wondering if that's just because it was it was the first day of the beta. Everybody was still learning stuff. Nobody was really super high level. Nobody had really done much augmenting yet. Um, because I, I I do notice that by the time the beta was over on the on you know that Sunday, it was a lot easier to take that stuff down. So I'm wondering if it's because we were stronger, we knew the mechanics better, we knew how to, you know, how to read the enemies better. So, but I don't know. I don't know. Could be either way. Yeah, and I think it's some of A, some of B. Um, I think they do still need to do some balance tweaks. Right. Um, based upon the beta, but like the, you know, the the first day when we run into, where we ran into that one, the big dude with the sword with the chest y- laser. Yep. Like that. Like that we took fought him a while. Like we were fighting for fifteen minutes, I think. Oh, easily, easily fifteen. And one minutes. of the other, and then one of the other guys um, posted in chat, like while we were like while we were fighting him, like I've been here twenty minutes. Oh my god! Fighting this guy, so and that was total, only a couple minutes into our fighting him too. Yeah. yeah. So in, in in total, it probably took a group of us half an hour to take this thing down. Yeah. And it was just brutally long like it it felt it that was one of the things that like made me really kind of pause that first day but you know i'm I'm gonna continue on and just kind of check things out and see how it goes right um and again as tim said by the end of it you know we were able to kind of read enemy movements and kind of understand you know how many how many different times did we kill majin bujin (laughs) um (laughs) we kept we kept joking if you're familiar with the uh, the rick and morty meme of the the butter robot you know what is my purpose you bring me butter Bujin's whole purpose was to get smacked down repeatedly for all of eternity. Because literally, he would. It's a doll enemy that would spawn. And, like, when we first started, he was a challenge. By the time it was done, you would literally just see him spawn. Players would, you know, swarm him like piranhas on a cow in a river. You'd see a bunch of cool particle effects, and then Bujin was gone. <laughs> he was just gone. <laughs> yeah. So, so we, we lovingly dubbed him Majin Bujin. Uh, yes, but yeah, he just he he exploded very quickly on the, that third day. <laughs> yeah, and and there are there are some enemy variants that we would run into. So they have like gold and silver versions of the enemies. Like I ran into like um, if you watch the the trailer or the the opening cinematics of the game, like there's a which is actually playing right now. Um, <laughs> there is a big cyber dog thing that chases yep. the 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 main hunter around. Um, we ran into that thing a lot. Yeah. Well, we, I think like, it was, we, the area we were mainly exploring in towards the end was where this thing primarily spawns. Yeah. But it, it's one of those, like, powerful world mini-boss type things mm-hmm. where, you know, it takes a while to kill him. Yep. Um, and, yeah, so that thing would spawn frequently, and we would... I mean, I don't even... I lost track of how many times we killed that thing. A lot. It, a had, lot. it had different variants, and the color variations, you know, dictate, you know, level of difficulty on it, too. So, you yep. know, you could randomly get, 
like a gold-plated one, in which case that thing was mean. Yes. Um, and it's not afraid it's... to yeet itself off cliffs either. <laughs> but it's also not yes. afraid to jump back up said cliff and own you. <laughs> yes. Yes. As so, we found out. Yeah. Um, so the, there's different enemy types, and there's going to be more, because there. if you even watch the opening cinematics, there's a couple of enemy types that we didn't run into. Yep. Like there's there's a doll that's a uh, that wields a battle axe. Yep. We never ran into one of those, at least no. not that I ever remember. Not that, yeah, same. Um, but I, I'm I'm interested I'm interested to see what other kind of varied enemies there are because we also really they only allowed us to stick to the one biome, which was kind of like the forest, the starting area. Yep. But as you as Tim talked about early on in, the, in this, you know, there was the the. Uh, you know, broken down facility that people are really interested in. There yep. was, uh, you know, there's the mountains with the the snow and whatnot. There's I, I, I want to go there. I want to check that. I, place I, I wanted. I want. I want to as well. I also want to go to the other place and find out why that mountain is on fire. <laughs> right, yeah, um, exactly. Because <laughs> there is a there is a like a volcano biome. Uh, it, it's a volcano, but like the the effects make it look like the mountain is on fire. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, you could probably see it in some of the screenshots. Uh, probably. As you actually, through, actually but... as you say that, a picture popped up and you can see it in the background right now. <laughs> yep. Well, there you go. Yeah, good timing. Um, yeah, good timing. Um, especially considering I'm not watching that feed. So <laughs> right. Just, just kind of winging it. Happened to work out. Yep. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, but all in all, New Genesis has wound up being. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Like. It is a very pretty game. It completely redefines Fantasy Star. Yeah, yes, it um, does. And it, I think they draw a lot from the different games within Fantasy Star, because I think some of the movement mechanics and weapon combat, you could probably trace all the way back to, like, Fantasy Star Universe on the 360. Did you ever play that game? I, I played it briefly, but the time when I played it... I didn't have internet where I was living, so I never got to play that online. So I, I got to play the offline story mode. And I, yeah, I didn't I play. I didn't play it that much, mainly because I didn't. In the story mode, you don't get to make your own character. You play as a character, uh, Ethan, and yeah. I just, I just couldn't get into the his story. So I didn't play it as much as I did uh, OG PSO back on the Dreamcast. I have. I still will boot that up every so often just to play it. Um, let alone as many hours as I've gotten PSO two. <laughs> so, right. So, yeah. I mean, I'm uh, I'm excited. Oh yeah, we'll go with excited. Excited. Yes, we, we are. We are very. Uh, uh, yeah, we are not whelmed with this one. We are excited about this one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, you know, release day cannot come fast enough. Uh, it's again free. Yeah. So. Now, now it's you know. something, something you had kind of touched on earlier. It is free to play. They do have uh, some premium options, which are options. Um, I know in, in base PSO2, if you pay for premium, uh, you get uh, better access to your personal quarters, like as far as making it bigger. Uh, you get access to the player shop. You get, uh, currently anyway, you get access to the, the gold tier of the mission pass, which gives you more stuff. They are get, They are going away with the mission pass. Um, but because they're taking that out, they are lowering the total cost of premium. To my knowledge, and I'm sure somebody will comment and tell me I'm wrong, uh, you are still going to be able to get premium in New Genesis. It is 
I'm. It is going to be cheaper, obviously, since they're getting rid of the mission pass. You still get access to the player shops. They haven't confirmed housing or anything yet. But a lot of people are already expecting them to because there's stuff that people found in the beta that heavily implies that there will be a new form of player housing. Um, so, but they haven't specifically said what all kind of things you get for premium in New Genesis. But, you know, again, we're not too far from launch, so I imagine they'll, they'll give more info on that soon. So, But you can play the game. I mean, you, for the longest time, didn't pay for premium on uh, PSO. It wasn't until I said, hey, I've got some, some uh, cosmetics for your character. I'm just going to give them to you that you finally got premium. Just so we could tra play your trading is, is something you have to, both parties have to have premium for. Yeah, yeah. And, um, which, you know, neither here nor there. It was right. whatever. Worth yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, but you can it's still. Very, entirely... minimal in, very minimal investment for me yeah. to enjoy the game. Exactly. So. Yep. And, you know, there's some of the things in, in like, base PSO2, um, like, you know, um, you mentioned player housing. Like, you can get housing passes yeah. for in-game currency. You, you like, can. You don't, yep. have, you don't have to have premium to nope. get the in-game housing passes. Yep. Because you so. can get them off, off of the, even the fun scratches. And it gives you, like, three days' worth. But you can you can use multiple of those. And I, I think it's, it's either... 60 or 90 days total you can just bank up at a time before it won't let you use anymore um for the like for a while i didn't have premium uh because for a bit there i wasn't playing pso2 as regularly as i was um so i didn't have premium but i still had access to my my full decked out house because i had just used i had so many of those uh housing pass tickets banked up that it didn't really matter for me but yep. then when i started doing more on the play uh wanting to do more on the player shops and wanting to trade person to person, I'm like, you know what? I'm playing almost every day. For me, it was worth it to pay premium, not only to get those features, but also to show Sega, hey, you know, we, you should have brought this game over earlier. You could have made a lot more money off of people like me. <laughs> right, exactly. Yep. So I think, it, to me, if anybody's coming into this having not played any of the games yet, hmm. I don't know that I can accurately tell you my thoughts on, you know, my opinion on what you should do. Yeah. Uh, if you've never played the games before, I, I kind of want to advise people just to to wait until PSO to, until New Genesis comes out and just start with that. Yeah. It's a good fresh experience, um, and you won't have any technical baggage, I guess. Yeah. Um, from playing uh, OG. Right. At the same time, though. They've simplified the mechanics enough that you could easily go from OG PSO2 to New Genesis and not have any problems. Tim uh, and I did. Tim yeah. and I did, and we you know we were up and running, literally running <laughs> right. within within seconds. And we um, we miss running. <laughs> yes. Uh, so for me, it's a it's yeah. I, I don't know. It, it, I, I'd say kind of leave it up to yourselves, like based upon what you've heard us say. You know, if if you want to log into OG PSO2 go for it yeah. like yeah go for it come and come and check us out uh you know tim and i play on chip one we're usually on uh you know deck nine yep um you know floor b9 uh with the rest of our alliance look for asriel and, and ulrich uh they're usually uh doing stupid stuff together it's, so. it's true we usually are <laughs> right well mostly mostly it's like a rocket and group uh type scenario where <laughs> it ulrich really is, is. Ulrich, Ulrich is the giant tree that yep. just throws things, and I mean, I'm just standing yeah. there going, 
and just going, oh. yes, <laughs> while shooting um, things. I mean, we, yes. we really do have a rocket and Groot dynamic. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, but you know, it, it's a, they're both really fun games. So you know, maybe check them both out. Yeah. Um, well, especially I mean, if you have it on, uh, you can get it on Steam. You can get it on the Epic Game Store. You can get it through the Microsoft Store. Um, if you have any Xbox One or newer, uh, you can get it. It's completely free on Xbox as well, and you no longer need Xbox Live to play that online on your on your Xbox consoles. It is a free-to-play yep. game. You do not need to pay Xbox Live to play it. So if you've got only have an Xbox and you've been holding off on it, get it. If you don't have Live, you can still play it. My kids yep. still log on every so often and, and run around with their characters. My daughter likes playing dress-up on, on Fantasy Star. Um they don't have Xbox Live. They can still play, no problem. Yep. And, and it, it is cross-play. So if you have it on PC, you can play with your Xbox friends and vice versa. Yeah, which is uh, definitely very nice. It's one of the few cross-play games that are out there. Um, and it's uh, it's fantastic. So yeah. hats off to you know Sega and Microsoft for you know putting those kind of those kind of things together. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it, it's been. Yeah, and, and it is nice, like, you know, if, if Ian and I are, you know, finishing up a recording session, lately it's been we record, and then we hop on Fantasy Star, um, but if, if I'm, you know, not in my office, I'm sitting in front of the TV, I can boot up my Xbox, play my same character right there, I've got my wireless keyboard for my Xbox, I can play there, if I feel like coming down to my computer, getting a little bit more, you know, in-depth, I can do it that way too, it's, it's really, really nice, really, they give you a lot of options on how to play. And I should probably preface this: we are not sponsored. We were not sponsored by Sega to endorse the beta or endorse, you know, Fantasy Star at all. We weren't sponsored by Microsoft. weren't sponsored at all. We just legitimately are really excited about this new game. We really like the base game. Um, I'm I am glad that we didn't have to wait another eight years for the next Fantasy Star. <laughs> um, when it's probably going to be Fantasy Star Full Dive or something like right. that. Um, uh, Harkening uh, I, back to like you know Sword Art Online or something like which, that, which is funny because they are running a collaboration <laughs> event right now with yep. Sword Art Online. Yep. Uh, so anyway. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So which that that's something that I mean they they haven't touched much on things like that. They did say there are going to be scratch tickets for for cosmetics and stuff. I love the base game. I do hope we get some more collab events because uh, they have done. Some like some of the series I've known, like the Sword Art Online event they're doing right now. I know that series. I've I've watched it. I've enjoyed it. Some of the other uh, things they've done collabs with, I'm not as familiar with. But it's still cool that they have those because there's a lot of people that, like you know, hey, they're doing a collab with insert random obscure anime here. Oh, cool! They're doing that. Awesome! I'm happy for you. I have no knowledge of it, but I like the outfits you can get for it. <laughs> I mean, look at one of the ones they're doing, like the th Sega Throwback right now has the Yakuza. Yeah, uh, the Yakuza stuff in it. I, yep. I gifted Tim a a a, tra a, a, a pimp suit. Yep, I, I, so. <laughs> I, I, Ichiban from uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, I have, which <laughs> on a guy as as beefy as Ulrich, <laughs> it looks good. Yeah, it does look good. I, yeah. I walked around with Ichiban's perm for a while too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, the, the, like the, there's other collab events. Too. Like one of the people in our in our alliance is Nezuko from Demon Slayer. Literally, yeah. Like. Like literally, like that's her character's name. That is, she has, she is a hundred percent modeled after that, that character. Right. Like, yeah. 
And, you know, there's another one that I've seen running around that looks like Ruby Rose from the Ruby, uh, Rooster Teeth Ruby series. Yep. Well, I mean, heck, um, they did it. I mean, it's Sega, but they did a Sonic the Hedgehog collab uh, back, you know, earlier in, in the base game. Um, you could get Sonic costumes, uh, Dr. Robotnik masks, uh, Amy, uh, Amy, like little hairpin things. You could get models of, like, Sonic Tails, Knuckles, and Amy, I think it was, like, statuettes you could put in your personal house. So, I mean, they, they really do a lot, uh, especially, like, other Sega properties. They will, because it's a Sega game, Fantasy Star, so they already have the rights to those things. They'll import those assets, put them in Fantasy Star, bada-boom, you've got a guy running around dressed as Sonic. So I really hope we do see more collabs and stuff like that in New Genesis. I don't see why they wouldn't, because those things always make them bank. Yeah, and I'm sure there's some probably some profit-sharing and licensing and things oh, like yeah, that probably. with other companies, right. uh, you know, other companies, other publishers and things like that, because there's definitely stuff that I've seen in the, the OG game that... Um, like, it's like, you are not associated with Sega in any way, shape, or form. Quite a fact, you're probably a competitor, but you guys wanted money. Right. So, Well, I mean, heck, you and I talked about it uh, before we recorded tonight. In Japan, they got an Evangelion collab, which uh -huh. I'm, I'm still really hoping that we get that in the base game, like, right before New Genesis launches, because I wanted Ava for my room, damn it. Um, I also want to run around in the plug suit, just, just for funns. Because uh, sometimes when I mean, you're a man, you wear stretchy pants. Well, yeah, but if you also look at Ulrich's screenshots from New Genesis, you look like you're in a plug suit. I, I, I do, yeah, I kind of do. Which, like, I, I know it was the beta. They didn't give us all, as many options as what I wished for character creation, but I, I don't think that character creation was the focus of their beta. But, like, if you look at my screenshots, I'm pretty sure every other screenshot of Ulrich, I'm wearing a different outfit. Because <laughs> I just kept changing it because I wasn't happy with the way his outfit looked. Um, yeah, you Tim, changed, like, Tim twice. Would, yeah, Tim would disappear uh, on me sometimes. Like, I'd see his... Like, there, I think it was a, a beta glitch or something like that. Because when a, one, of, one of your party members left the zone, like, a pop-up would be like, Oh, you are now the sub-leader because somebody has left the zone. Yep. Which was, it got really irritating by the end of it. Well, yes, um, especially, like, like I mean, if we're going to talk complaints, like, when you and I were exploring that last day, there was that one mountain cliff that we were exploring where, to get up it, you had to jump into the other zone to get to a thing, to jump back into that first zone. So it would keep making your party member pop in and out of the party. I wish on the minimap, your party member's icons, if they were off screen, that it would give you, like, an indicator that they're over there. Yeah. Even if they're in another zone, I, I do think that that needs a little bit of work because it wasn't. I mean, there were a lot of times when you and I were exploring where I would have no idea where you were because you just happened to step a foot into another zone and you didn't exist anymore. Like it yep. would, it would say like your little your character's nameplates if you were in a party or at the bottom of the screen. It would say you know you're in like north wherever I can't remember the name of it. you were in north wherever and I was in east same area. And we were literally 20 feet from each other, but because there was a wall, we didn't exist to each other anymore. Because they do, while it is an open world, it's it's their different zones, if you will. But it's still yeah. an open world, so. Um, I don't even remember what we were talking about when we got onto that. Oh, uh, uh, well, yeah, when, when somebody would go to the salon, it would show, uh, uh, yeah, that's what you were saying. Yeah, so, like, Tim would pop out of existence, I'd be sitting there, like, you know, augmenting uh, my gear or something like that, and I'd turn around like, where the hell's Tim? And keep, keep in mind that the salon is like across like the street, not directly, but kind of catty corner from each other across the street in the main strip of Central City. So it's not yep. like we were we were what, fifty feet away, if that. Yeah, if yeah. that. Yep. 
and I would just disappear because I was changing yep. pants. Yes, and that would that happened to basically every time we went back to town. I would I would Tim change would, something. Yes, Tim would disappear into the salon, and then I would have no idea what was going on. He would phase out of existence, and then I'm just like, wait, damn it, <laughs> he's at the salon again. Yeah, it, I just stopped like trying. To, you did. <laughs> to, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, so um, I think we're probably right about at time on on this now. Oh, yeah. uh, originally, we were originally we were thinking, you know, as we're playing, it's like, ah, oh, we're not going to be able to talk about the the beta for for an entire entire episode. We'll talk about OGPSO too as well, um, which we did. We did. But, not Obviously, as in depth as what we wanted to. So I mean, we 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 covered a lot more of the beta than what I thought we would. <laughs> Obviously, we really loved that beta because yes. we had a lot to talk about uh, there. So, oh, yeah. um, I, I think in closing, PSO2 New Genesis beta uh, was fantastic. Oh, it yeah. has me really excited for uh, the new game or the the game on, at launch, which um, will be very soon. Um, <laughs> not soon enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I think with that, uh, you know, we'll go ahead and wrap up uh, for uh, for this session, folks. Uh, we thank you for uh, tuning in and listening listening to us, uh, watching us, whatever your method of media consumption is. Yeah. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, find us on uh, Anchor.fm and all of your favorite podcast platforms: Spotify, you, uh, Google, um, Apple, bunch of others. Uh, you can also find our video podcasts on YouTube. Yep. Uh, and uh, catch us on Twitter uh, at non sequitur nerd. Uh, you can find us on uh, Facebook as yep. well. Uh, we have a Facebook page and our website uh, www.nonsequiturnerds.com, mm -hmm. which probably needs to be updated because I've not done it recently. Yeah, I, said, I, don't... I don't think I have either. <laughs> so it is a little out of date, and we apologize for that. Eventually, maybe if people want to actually start sponsoring and shilling out money to us, we will hire an actual webmaster. Maybe. <laughs> uh, instead of two people that are overworked. Yeah. Um, but we are happy to take time out to talk to you guys. Absolutely. Yep. Really talk to each other, because oh, yeah. that's what we like to do. Oh, yeah. So uh, I think that'll probably do it for tonight, folks. Mm -hmm. So anything else, buddy? It needs to be, like, June whatever right now. I mean, like, I'm sitting here this entire time. I keep glancing over the screenshots going, I want, I want to go back. It's, it, it, Tim even sent me this, like, a day after the closed beta. It's, it's the sad Wolverine meme. Yep. <laughs> touching, the, touching the, you know, he's supposed to be touching the picture of Jean Grey, but it's just a picture of New Genesis. <laughs> It's just the sad. Well, I like the, the the day afterwards, you sent me a, a random text, and like when I have my headphones in at work, it will read text to me, and all I got was a text from Ian that said, "You know, I woke up this morning, I felt really down, I felt like a part of me was missing," and then it just says Ian sent an image, and I'm like, "Oh God, what what what's what's wrong with Ian? Is is he okay?" And like, I can't. I work in a factory. I can't really check my phone. So all morning, I'm like, "Oh I God, I hope he's okay. I wonder what's wrong," and then. I get a like I look at the picture and it's that meme of uh, Pablo Escobar staring longingly out into things and it says thinking about New Genesis. <laughs> so needless to say, it's been on our minds a lot. <laughs> 
But yeah, see, it, it's, it's I, the first I'm, time I'd heard I'd heard that part of the story. So <laughs> yeah, see, I hadn't talked to you about that. I thought something was I thought you were, something was wrong. Like you were depressed about something. I'm like, man, I, I feel <laughs> yes, bad. I, I was <laughs> New Genesis. <laughs> I was depressed because I couldn't play New Genesis. Uh, but, anyway, but no, we're, we're we're definitely looking forward to it. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, getting to see more expanded ver, uh, versions of the classes. Uh, I'm excited to see what uh, what social events they're going to have, what scratchies they're going to have uh, at launch. Uh, it's 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 a, a new new world, a new genesis in Fantasy Star, and I'm glad to be part of it. Yep. But All right, folks. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, go ahead and sign off for tonight. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Thank mm. you. Uh, we look forward to seeing you again next time. Yep. Uh, and again, check us out uh, online. Uh, just search for us. Yeah. Um, or rewind the podcast, and you can get all the information. There you go. I'm not saying it again. And like Ian right. said, if, if you play Fantasy Star, uh, the base game, you can find us on uh, Ship One, Block Nine, usually. Yep. Anyway, yep. folks, you all have a great night. Thanks for joining us. Have a good one, folks. <laughs>